Welcome to the Montgomery County High School Football Show with your hosts, Main Street Clarksville Sports Editor Brady McAtamney and Robertson County Connection Sports Reporter David Wilson. The Montgomery County High School Football Show is brought to you by the Bone and Joint Group of Clarksville. They are committed to serving the community by providing a superior standard of care to all of their patients. Rock and Roll Sushi of Clarksville. Stop by their Wilma Rudolph location today and grab one of their signature sushi rolls and listen to some classic rock hits. Sea Wraps of Clarksville. Whether you're in need of a new color change to your vehicle or would like a new wrap to advertise your business, Sea Wraps has the knowledge and expertise to get you back on the road in style. Daniel Stack at Farmers Insurance. If you're in the market for new auto, home, life, business, renters, or even pet insurance for your fur baby, Danielle can secure you with a personalized plan that fits all of your needs. And the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. Now, you are Brady McAtamney and David Wilson. How are we doing, everybody? My name is Brady McAtamney, sports editor at Main Street Clarksville. We got a lot of football to talk this week, just talking about everything from week five and then starting to look ahead to week six. I'm here, as always, with my co-host, David Wilson. David, how are you doing today? I'm good, Brady. How are you doing? Doing good, man. Ready to talk some football? Yep, let's hop right into it. Let's go to Clarksville, the undefeated Clarksville Wildcats picked up another win this week over West Creek by a final 48 to 7. Our Clarksville High School football segment is brought to you by the Bone and Joint Group of Clarksville. The Bone and Joint Group is committed to serving the community by providing a superior standard of care to all their patients. Give them a call today at 931-905-1001. They have a big game this week, Brady, up against Dixon County. What's at stake in that game? Yeah, so after they looked pretty good this past week against West Creek, uh, during the same time, Dixon County was getting a statement win of their own, beating up on Kirkwood, winning that game by 30 points. And that was a Kirkwood team that was previously unbeaten. So kind of a big statement game from Dixon County there while Clarksville was getting a win of their own. So that's kind of put Clarksville high on alert here. Not that they were going to overlook Dixon County to begin with, but what's at stake here? This is really one of the big hurdles for their potential unbeaten season, something that, of course, they're looking at now. This is Clarksville High has gone only unbeaten once in, the, in a regular season ever. And this is a program that's over 100 years old. This is Team 113 this year. So that's the 100th, 113th team that this school has had. They've gone unbeaten once. And uh, it was in 1945, by the way. So if you're watching this and we're around in 1945, when Clarksville High won, it went unbeaten, please let me know because I want to hear about that. You're, that. That means you've been hanging around here, and I'm impressed. So they want to finally break that streak. That's a 78-year gap for anyone who uh, didn't want to do the math. I did it myself with a calculator on Friday night after I heard that because I wasn't going to do that in my head. I'm a, I'm a, right, I'm a words guy, not a, not a, not a numbers guy. Um, so this is something that they are absolutely um, – Absolutely looking forward to this is a huge game. It's going to be at uh, Hilda J. Richardson Field uh, at Clarksville High. Um, but this is also pretty much a first place game. I know Rossview is still unbeaten in the region, so they also have a claim to that first place throne as of now. But uh, if, if Clarksville High or Dixon County wants to finish in first place in this region, this is going to be one of the biggest games in, in terms of getting there. So a lot at stake this week for Clarksville High in terms of getting that unbeaten potential season and getting that first place thrown. 
Yeah. Kirkwood, the Cobras faced Dixon County this past Friday night. Kirkwood lost by a final score of 42 to 12. Their first loss on the, on the season with Coach Chad Watson. Our Kirkwood High School football segment is brought to you by C Wraps of Clarksville. Whether you need a new color change to your vehicle or like a new wrap to advertise your business, C Wraps has the knowledge and expertise to get you back on the road in style. So give them a call today at 931 551 52 Five five for a free estimate. What's next for Kirkwood now that their winning streak is over to start the year? Yeah, you mentioned it. That uh, that unbeaten streak has finally come to an end. Um, I'm sure for for Kirkwood that feels probably like a little bit of a weight lifted off their shoulders because it's hard to go unbeaten, especially for a first year program. I mean, not a lot of teams win their first four games in their program's history. So. Um, that part, that part is done. Uh, I'm sure that they are absolutely thrilled that they got that far. I'm sure they would have loved to get those first five wins. But what's next for Kirkwood uh, is a big game this week against Rossview. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. And what's next is they kind of just get to kind of settle down now. You know, they don't have to they don't have to worry so much about that undefeated streak. They kind of just get to reset. They kind of got to see now what uh, they have to work on because. When you're going and winning games against less than stellar competition, um, it's a little bit harder to, to really hone in on what your weaknesses are. So Dixon County kind of came in, uh, or rather they went to Dixon, and uh, Jeff Tomlinson is a great coach over at Dixon. This is a guy who had uh, Montgomery Central looking like a potential powerhouse in 4A before he went over to Dixon, and now he's kind of helping turn that program around now that they're in 6A. They they kind of they kind of honed in and really beat up on Kirkwood like no other team has this season. I mean a 42 to 12 final that's that's pretty significant, especially for a team that had been averaging in the 40s for scoring this season. So Chad Watson and company they get to kind of go back, maybe uh, maybe reset, take a deep breath, and get ready for Rossview this week in a game that could very well determine um, uh, playoff positioning as well because uh, Rossview is two and zero. In the region, uh, and uh, Kirkwood now, uh, or are they three and zero? Two and zero, three and zero. They're they're in prime positioning in that region. Kirkwood as well is looking to get that postseason berth um, behind CHS and potentially Dixon County, or potentially ahead of either of those teams. So a uh, big, big game coming up this week, and uh, a big opportunity for Kirkwood to look, take a look at themselves, get introspective this week, and uh, get ready for that big competition. You mentioned Montgomery Central. The Indians will head into week six of the high school football season, still looking for their first win. They fell to Pearl Cone by a final score of 61-0 to last Friday night. Our Montgomery Central high school football segment is brought to you by Daniel Stack at Farmers Insurance. If you're in the market for new auto, home, life, business, renters, or even pet insurance for your fur baby, Danielle can secure you a personalized plan that fits all your needs. So give her a call today at 931 931- Five five three one four nine three. Brady, when you look at Montgomery Central's schedule, are there any wins left on the the slate for them? You know, David, I think if uh, if there are any, it could potentially be this week. Uh, they're going to be going up against White's Creek, who is two and four, um, but White's Creek is really in kind of a similar tier of the state uh, as far as um, level of play so far has gone this year um and you mentioned that pearl cone score for montgomery central uh while the final score is really not good um that 61 to zero um 
you know, it doesn't really feel like too long ago that Montgomery Central was playing Pearl Cone real tight. I, I mean, I was at I was at a game a couple of years ago where Montgomery Central was right there with Pearl Cone uh, in the fourth quarter at Pearl Cone. So it is kind of bizarre to to see how far this program has kind of taken a step back. Um, but like I was saying, you know, that, that Pearl Cone or uh, rather White's Creek game coming up this week for Montgomery Central might be the last chance they have at getting in the win column. And uh, for someone who is covering this area, for someone who is covering this team, um, you'd like to see them get that win because nobody wants to see a team go 0-10 or, uh, or just struggle to get those wins. So I'm hoping that they can go out there, uh, kind of a similar situation with Kirkwood. I mean, granted, Montgomery Central has kind of known what their weaknesses are all along because teams have been exploiting those for a while, um, uh, especially teams like Pearl Cone and, of course, Clarksville High in week one when Clarksville High won that game um, by over 50 points. Um, but this this uh, White Street game going to be huge for uh, for rather uh, Montgomery Central if they're going to want to avoid getting uh, getting swept down the season. Brady, you mentioned Rossview earlier. They picked up yet another win this past Friday night over Northeast, a shutout victory by a final score of 40 to zero. Our, Rice, our Rossview High School football segment is brought to you by Rock and Roll Sushi of Clarksville. Stop by their Wilma Rudolph location today and grab one of their signature sushi rolls and listen to some classic rock hits. Brady, when you look at this Rossview team, what would you say is the strength um, of that Hawks team? Yeah, so I'm going to say the strength for um... – and, and, and get into that in a second here. I do want to give some props to their offense uh, because after maybe a slow, slower start, they scored 20 points against Wilson Central, 14 Logan County, 10 against West Creek. Those are all solid teams with solid defenses. Um, but they've kind of picked those up this last uh, these last two weeks against Northwest and Northeast, um, getting some big games from uh, Reed Bryant and uh, DJ Young. But this defense, man, uh, I want to talk about this Rossview defense because they have shut out three teams in a row. They haven't allowed a point since August, and uh, we're coming up on uh, the September 22nd slate of games. So that is incredibly impressive for this Rossview team. They got a lot of guys who will get after the ball. Of course, Todd Hood uh, is, a, is a very good defensive-minded coach. They've got a great defensive staff back there, and uh, they are just absolutely locked in right now on defense. I know that uh, they're going to be playing some better offenses here coming up starting this week with Kirkwood. As we mentioned, those two teams are, are squaring up this week. Um, but it, it's it, it's not easy to shut out three teams in a row, no matter what the level of those teams are, because those are still teams who are trying to score. You know, they're not teams that are laying down and handing you the ball. You know, they're not going out there and saying, it's okay, you can have it. We don't want to score anyway. They're still trying to score. And Rossview it has absolutely not let them. Um, that's a... Uh, with some quick math, I know I said I'm not a math guy, but that's 12 straight quarters where they haven't allowed points, and uh, they haven't allowed points to a uh, to a Tennessee school. And if we want to take it even further back, since their first week of the season, so that strength right now for Rossview is absolutely the defense, and I absolutely cannot wait to see how that defense plays against Kirkwood this week. We'll take our first commercial break here on the Montgomery County Football Wrap-Up Show. Coming up, we'll talk about Clarksville Academy and Kenwood right after this. When it comes to insurance, you want a name you can trust. Wendy Danielle Stack is here to help. With over seven years of experience, Danielle and her team are here to assist you in finding the right coverage for all of your needs. From auto and home to life and business insurance, we have customized options for everyone. We'll work with you to create a personalized plan that protects everything in your life that matters most. 
Call today and see for yourself why Daniel Stack is the go-to insurance agent in Clarksville. Meet Dr. Casey Sigerson of the Bone and Joint Group, Clarksville's only hand and wrist specialist. He's passionate about getting his patients back to living their life after suffering from an injury or degenerative condition. Dr. Sigerson treats all orthopedic conditions from injury to recovery and is dedicated to getting his patients moving again. Whether you need joint arthroscopy, joint replacement, fracture care, or help with a hand or wrist problem, Dr. Sigerson is here to help. Schedule your appointment today at boneandjointgroup.com. Here at Rock and Roll Sushi, we're proud to be the original American-style sushi restaurant founded on great food and rock and roll music. Boasting concepts and flavors that are big, bold, and loud. We're the only place to experience the rock you love and the rolls you love with the ones you love. Come see for yourself why we're the best sushi experience in town. Find us at 108 Morris Road in Clarksville or visit our website at rockandrollsushi.com. If you're looking for a color change, look no further than C-Raps. We're Clarksville's premier vinyl wrap provider, delivering high-quality work and exceptional customer service. We offer a wide range of services, including color change wraps, ceramic coating, paint protection film, and wraps for commercial vehicles. Whether you need a color change on a luxury car or commercial wraps for your business fleet, we have the expertise to handle any project. Contact us today to schedule a free consultation. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. I thought it was good. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was no big deal. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I thought I could hold my liquor. Welcome back to the Montgomery County Football Wrap-Up Show. My name is Brady McAtamy, the sports editor at Main Street Clarksville, here with my co-host, David Wilson. He is the sports reporter over at the Robertson County Connection. David, who are we getting into next? Let's talk about Stedman Bell and the Clarksville Academy Cougars. They lost to Grace Christian Academy by a final score of 38-0 this past Friday night. What's been the most frustrating part for the Cougars' 1-4 and four start? Yeah, so uh, the biggest part uh i think that has kind of gotten under seven bell skin at least this past week in that game against gca was that the team uh is kind of just committing week one problems as as he called them uh problems that you you know might see in the first game of the season maybe even the second or third game of the season but for the fifth game of the season you don't want to see you know kind of silly penalties fumbling the ball on uh plays where maybe you should still be holding on to it, you know, kind of routine or plays, if that's not really a word, but routine-ish, but the more routine plays, you know. Um, and Sedman Bell, you know, he knows that this is a really young group in both age and experience, guys who are uh, still trying to figure out the high school game. So he understands that this is still a learning process for these guys. Um, but Grace Christian was a team that I, I, I definitely thought was a team that they could beat. Um, and uh, I think maybe the most frustrating part from that game is that ever since uh, Grace Christian became an 11-on-11 football team eight years ago, they had not shot anybody out before this week. So, unfortunately, a, uh, an unfortunate first to be on that side for Clarksville Academy. And a big, big part of that was routine turnovers on plays where that should not be happening. So gonna, that's just something that's going to have a uh, coach 
pulling out his hair, staying uh, awake at night, late, staring at the ceiling, just thinking about those plays because you know you want those back and you know that your team is better than that. And Clark's Academy is better than that. And I do think that they're going to get that corrected and hopefully get those things corrected for the second half of the season. Another team heading into week six, still looking for the first victory of the season, will be the Kenwood Knights. They lost to Hillsboro by a final score of 42-14. to 14. What needs to happen for the Knights moving forward to try to pick up some wins on their schedule? Yeah, I, I need to see uh, Kenwood's defense really start to step up. They've got some good players on the defense, namely Freddie Ellis, who is an absolute beast of a linebacker back there. Uh, but he needs help. You know, a, a one-man can't. Uh, save a defense all by himself uh, unless you have Aaron Donald on your uh, on your defensive line in high school uh, you're probably not going to be able to just win one game or win games with one great player on that defense and unfortunately for as good as Freddie Ellis is not quite Aaron Donald um, I'm not sure anybody is at this level um, so they, they need to get some consistency on that defense because the offense can play pretty well I mean they were able to score points against teams like East Nashville and Clarksville High, and um, just this past week, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, just this past week, they scored 14 against Hillsboro, um, and that game was actually not really a blowout until the end of the game when uh, Hillsboro kind of pulled away there with that 42 to 14 final. Um, so the offense, well, it, it does need to be more consistent because you know they did have kind of that inconsistent showing against West Creek, who in their defense is a very good defense. They did only score seven points against West Creek. Um, so when they're scoring, you know, 24 points against East Nashville, 14 against Hillsboro, you do want to see that. But I do think um, overall you want to see the defense step up and give uh, Jacoby Cox, the quarterback, um, maybe a little bit more to work with. Like several other of the Montgomery County football schools, Northwest will also head into week six, still looking for their first win. They lost to FRA by a final score of 55-7 to last week. What are some notes from this game, Brady, on this blowout loss? Yeah, so uh, it, it's getting a little difficult to uh, talk about Northwest at this point. In their defense, losing to FRA, a lot of teams are doing that so far this season. Uh, there's really no shame in losing to that team by a big amount because this is one of the better teams in Tennessee, uh, especially when you had guys like uh, Ty Clark back there. Ty Clark III was going to be playing some Division One football once he graduates. Um, I'd say the biggest note from this game for Northwest um, was the defensive play of uh, Calavilla uh, on, uh, on the defensive line. Um, he had 11 tackles. He had uh, two tackles for loss against this really good FRA offense. So th this is a guy who, uh, you know, you can see um, has st still playing with a motor despite the really tough season so far for Northwest. And um, while this is an, also a note, it's kind of a sad one. Uh, the seven points scored against FRA was their second highest point total of the season after a 17-point outing against Fort Campbell in week one. So that kind of shows how the offense is kind of looking like a weak point of this team. Uh, not to say that the defense has been tearing it up either, um, but it is, it, is, it, is, uh, it is kind of an unfortunate thing to see how the team really is just kind of scrambling at this point and really searching for that identity. It's a common theme in Montgomery County, but yet another team heading into week six, still looking for the first win on their schedule. Northeast lost to Rossview, as we mentioned earlier, by a final score of 40-0. to zero. What do you have on this game, Brady, from the Northeast perspective? 
Yeah, this is another team that's been kind of tough to talk about up to this point. Uh, Northeast is um, they, they looked decent week one. I know they got uh, eventually blown out by Green Hill, a really good Green Hill football team, but they did start up seven nothing in that game before allowing a big run and scoring again late. Um, ever since then, offense has been tough for these guys, as you see, losing, uh, getting shut out by Rossu here. Again, Rossu is a team whose defense has been playing with their hair on fire, as I mentioned earlier. Um, but like I said, I mean, this Northeast team is uh, is just scuffling right now. I mean, we kind of knew this would happen with all the players they lost. Kind of a tumultuous uh, season last year with some head coaching. I don't want to say controversies, but some problems as they had to surrender a game. Uh, they had a coach who wasn't really super familiar with the uh, high school game. They've got Sam Lipsy now, who is a guy who has been in the high school game for a while. He's a smart guy. He's familiar with it. But right now, there's a lot of pieces that they're still filling in on this roster, and I don't think this is Sam Lipsy's uh, problem at all. They lost a lot of players in Northeast. They lost their best player from last season to a transfer from Arizona in Cam Matthew. And by the way, he's doing great over there in Arizona. It's kind of it's great to see him succeeding, but it's hard for Northeast to see because they know this is a guy that could be on their roster still. And if Cam Matthew was on this team, I firmly believe there's at least one win on the on, in the past five games if they still have that guy. But man, overall at this point, Northeast, um, it's it, it, there's there's not a lot you can say at this point for these guys uh, before they start uh, giving you otherwise. Our final school on the Montgomery County football wrap-up show to talk about is West Creek. They lost to Clarksville by a final score of 48-7. What are you taking away from this loss by West Creek? So the final score is not a good one for West Creek. But I do want to point out some some good things from this game for West Creek. Um, they were frustrated for a while in this game because they were doing some things well and they weren't translating to points. They missed two pretty short field goals in this game. So while they did finish with seven points, they left another six on the board and potentially more if, because they weren't able to score touchdowns on those drives. They got some huge plays from Jaden Hines, who is looking like arguably the best receiver in the county at this point. This is a guy that I've been incredibly impressed with. Um, DJ Swanson is looking more and more comfortable as a quarterback. Uh, Jay Sean Owsley is, is a great running back. Um, they're still looking for that offensive consistency, but they do, I believe, have the players to uh, to get that consistency going. Of course, Daniel Honeycutt is a weapon for them. He, he plays pretty much everything for, for West Creek. Uh, actually, head coach Isaac Shelby for Clarksville High told me after the game that they wanted to keep the ball out of Daniel Honeycutt's hands at all times, and they did a pretty good job of that. Honeycutt um, didn't really have a chance to impact the game too much against Clarksville High, so mission success there, but they did still get some big plays out of, out of Jaden Hines and DJ Swanson. Um, we know the defense is really good. Um, Clarksville High did get a late score from uh, their second, third JV kind of group when Avari Galbraith uh, punched in the ball from <clears throat> from a short field. Um, so if, if you want to play the hypothetical game, you know, this game could have been 41 to 13, which is still a blowout. I mean, don't get me wrong, but, you know, not as bad as 48 to 7. I do think West Creek, and I've been saying this all year, is better than their one and four record shows. And I do think that there are some wins still on the schedule that they can pick up. We'll take our final commercial break here on the Montgomery County Football Show. Coming up, Brady will deliver his Week 5 Player of the Week, and he'll preview Week 6 matchups in Montgomery County right after this. If you're looking for a color change, 
look no further than C-Raps. We're Clarksville's premier vinyl wrap provider, delivering high-quality work and exceptional customer service. We offer a wide range of services, including color change wraps, ceramic coating, paint protection film, and wraps for commercial vehicles. Whether you need a color change on a luxury car or commercial wraps for your business fleet, we have the expertise to handle any project. Contact us today to schedule a free consultation. Here at Rock and Roll Sushi, we're proud to be the original American-style sushi restaurant founded on great food and rock and roll music, boasting concepts and flavors that are big, bold, and loud. We're the only place to experience the rock you love and the rolls you love with the ones you love. Come see for yourself why we're the best sushi experience in town. Find us at 108 Morris Road in Clarksville or visit our website at rockandrollsushi.com. Meet Dr. Casey Sigerson of the Bone and Joint Group, Clarksville's only hand and wrist specialist. He's passionate about getting his patients back to living their life after suffering from an injury or degenerative condition. Dr. Sigerson treats all orthopedic conditions from injury to recovery and is dedicated to getting his patients moving again. Whether you need joint arthroscopy, joint replacement, fracture care, or help with a hand or wrist problem, Dr. Sigerson is here to help. Schedule your appointment today at boneandjointgroup.com. When it comes to insurance, you want a name you can trust. Wendy Danielle Stack is here to help. With over seven years of experience, Danielle and her team are here to assist you in finding the right coverage for all of your needs. From auto and home to life and business insurance, we have customized options for everyone. We'll work with you to create a personalized plan that protects everything in your life that matters most. Call today and see for yourself why Danielle Stack is the go-to insurance agent in Clarksville. Watch it! Did that guy even see that girl on her bike? Just like looking for other cars before switching lanes, drivers should keep their eyes out for those traveling on bikes. When a crash occurs between a vehicle and a bike, it's the cyclist who is most likely to be injured. Give cyclists room and do not pass too closely. Riders have the same rights and responsibilities as those behind the wheel. Be aware, be alert. Brought to you by THSO, the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Welcome back to the Montgomery County Football Show. I am David Wilson, sports reporter of the Robertson County Connection, joined by your guy, Main Street Clarksville Sports Editor Brady McIntyre. Brady, Week Five is in the books. Let's see your Player of the Week award. Yeah, so this is a guy who has been flying a little bit under the radar. I have had him as my Player of the Week once before already when he had a big game against West Creek. I'm going back to him again uh, with DJ Young, the uh, great running back for Rossview this week against Northeast, uh, they went to him often, 26 carries, and he picked up 169 yards rushing and a touchdown. He also got 20 yards receiving against that Northeast defense. This is a guy who um, is really a big part of that Rossview offense. And if Rossview is going to be uh, getting into the postseason and potentially doing anything in the postseason, uh, this is going to be the guy who really helps them uh, on offense, along with uh, Reed Bryant behind center. So uh, DJ Young, my player of the week this week, he had a great game, and uh, I'm sure it won't be his last great game of the season. And then finally, Brady, as we move forward into week six of the high school football season, what are some previews and um, games that you're going to be attending this week? Yeah, so I'll start with the game that I'll be at and save my game of the week for last because the game I'll be at, not quite necessarily my game of the week because it doesn't involve two Montgomery County schools. And while it is going to be a great game, Dixon County at Clarksville – um, I do want to 
save one for uh, two schools that are in the area because those are two schools that have been really good so far. So that's going to be safe for last. But let's talk about Dixie County and Clarksville. Of course, we kind of talked about it earlier. This is a big game it is in uh, Clarksville High's pursuit for perfection this season and, of course, their pursuit for the uh, region championship. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this. Dixon County behind Jeff Tomlinson, former longtime Montgomery Central football coach, having a little bit of a program turnaround this season. They're unbeaten in the region up to this point. Um, but I do think Clarksville High can get them. I do think Clarksville High still one of the better teams in the mid-state. And while Dixon County is looking much improved, I'm not sure if they're improved enough at this point to, to take down a team with such a good offensive line, such good offensive playmakers, and a defense that has just absolutely been swarming to the ball. Move on to Montgomery Central at White's Creek. Again, this is another game I talked about earlier. Uh, Montgomery Central is a winnable game for them, and I do hope to see them win this one because everybody likes to see MCS, MA, MCHS get that victory. So we'll see how that one goes for them. West Creek is taking on Northwest. Uh, of course, with the way Northwest season has gone, it's going to be hard to pick them in this game. Uh, West Creek has uh, has had some pretty good games recently where they beat Kenwood 28-7. to Of course, I just kind of talked about the game that they played against CHS. Hardly a perfect game, um, but did show flashes of what they can be, and I do think that they're going to take that game comfortably. Speaking of uh, comfortable, this is going to be anything but for Northeast as they welcome Henry County to their school. Uh, Henry County, of course, a longtime rival for all teams in Clarksville. Uh, these guys just have feasted on Clarksville opponents uh, for better or worse, and I'm going to have to go with worse on that one. The Patriots are going to roll in this one, and uh, Northeast is going to have to grin and bear it, unfortunately. And then uh, Clarksville Academy is going to be taking on Collinwood this week. This is a game that Clarksville Academy can absolutely take. Um, it's kind of a game that they really want to get, especially after the, that, uh, the uh, sinker that they put up this past week against GCA. Uh, you'd like to see Clarksville Academy get this win just to kind of get those spirits back up in the locker room and in the hallways. And my game of the week, Rossview visiting Kirkwood. This is kind of a uh, pseudo-rivalry game because a lot of uh, the guys at Kirkwood, a lot of those really good players over there are former Rossview guys because this school took from Rossview's hallways. So it's going to be kind of cool to see some of those uh, former teammates going on and squaring off. you got two really good head coaches in Todd Hood and Chad Watson squaring off. I'm excited to see those guys square off. Uh, Rossview's uh, shutout streak I do think is going to end this week because Kirkwood's offense has some serious playmakers. Of course, Perry Cross and Lee Bugs, both guys who are playing great football. Kirkwood's going to want to kind of get back on their feet after a really tough loss against Dixon County this past week. But if, if I'm going to have to pick a winner for my game of the week, and of course you can see as all my picks this season in my pick em column, my pick this one is going to go with the Hawks. I'm taking Rossview in this game, and uh, I think that they're going to keep their win streak intact and move that one to four games. And that'll wrap it up for the Montgomery County football wrap-up show, week five in the books. We'll talk to you again next week as we talk all things week seven, or rather week six, a preview week seven. But until then, we'll see you on the fields. You've been watching the Montgomery County High School Football Show with Main Street Clarksville Sports Editor Brady McAtamney and Robertson County Connection Sports Reporter David Wilson. Read this week's Main Street Clarksville for all the latest news about Montgomery County High School sports. The Montgomery County High School Football Show has been brought to you by the Bone and Joint Group of Clarksville, Rock and Roll Sushi of Clarksville, Sea Wraps of Clarksville, 
Danielle Stack at Farmers Insurance, and the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Join us again next week to get all of the latest news about Montgomery County High School football.